Good afternoon. Thanks so much for being with us today. Busy program ahead. As mentioned at 1.30 today is the news conference with Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix. We will bring that to you live as they reveal the latest numbers for COVID-19 in this province. Also coming up on this program, we're going to take a look at a new Ipsos poll on the psychological impact of COVID-19 with people isolating, some cases being in quarantine. We're also going to open up the phone lines on that. And a bit later on in the show, we take a look at a letter that has been written when it comes to migrant workers in this province and several groups saying they're very concerned about some workers with precarious immigration status at this point. So we're going to talk to them as well. And Jason Tetro will be here a bit later on in the program. He's joining us for a full half hour to answer your questions on COVID-19. First, though, as you've been hearing in the news, hundreds of thousands of Canadians have applied for pandemic-related emergency relief in just the first few hours today. The application process started this morning. It's based so far on your birth month as they try and make sure there's not a complete overwhelming of the system. We are expecting some new rules to be announced about the emergency funding as well that should open the door to many more Canadians being able to apply for the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Uh, Let's check in though to see uh, what uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business is saying about this and what we're learning so far now that that portal has been opened. Joining me on the line is Annie Dormuth, uh, the Director of Provincial Affairs in Alberta with CFIB. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Uh, are you hearing uh, stories or reports back from business owners who have tried, who have gone onto the portal today to get the emergency funding? Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that uh, my own husband, who's a small business owner who had to temporarily close his business, was trying to access the program actually this morning and was unfortunately kicked out, even though his uh, birthday is in between March and uh, in March there. So uh, he was unable to, but I think he's going to try back a little bit later. So already hearing some troubles of uh, those in the birth months of January, February and March, kind of getting kicked out of the uh, portal and being told to check back later. Hmm. And we're hearing that, even seeing some of that on social media, uh, similar scenarios to what you just described. Uh, Some fortunately saying, hey, it was easy. I went in, went through the steps and uh, and registered. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, many others saying that uh, they got error messages or they weren't able to access uh, the site today. Uh, If we go to a shift to in a perfect world where the site's working, what do you think about the actual way that the money is being doled out or how you can apply or what's needed to qualify for the emergency relief? For sure. Um, the CFIB, you know, saw this when it was first announced, a definitely a significant step in addressing the growing economic emergency that has come with COVID-19. And we are particularly pleased that the federal government did indicate that employers will not have to lay off a worker to allow them to qualify for the benefit. And again, today, as you mentioned, the prime minister did announce some uh, much needed kind of clarification about the program. And uh, we will await for further details of that. But opening up the uh, program to those uh, businesses that are still working, even if it is only 10 hours a week, would be definitely a great financial help for small businesses. I know one of the pain points we kept hearing from small businesses about this program was the caveat that you had to have zero income. And for those businesses that are able to stay open, that are still operating, you know, just at a much reduced hours to maybe accommodate, you know, a couple online sales or things like that, I think opening it up to uh, to those businesses will definitely be more helpful. 
Because when it was first announced as well, there was the talk of or the the requirement of you had to prove that year over year your business was down, your revenues were down 30 percent, which raised a lot of questions about, well, what if somebody was a brand new business or they opened within the last six months or if you couldn't prove that because your, your wages or your revenues came from dividends? Have those things been worked out, do you think? For sure. And I think you're referring to the Canadian emergency wage subsidy there. And that is where you need to prove that 30% revenue loss threshold, which, again, we have been hearing from a lot of small businesses that simply that disqualifies them from the program, especially those businesses that can't prove it or are seasonal, have fluctuating revenues, and furthermore, that have simply not been in operation for, you know, a year. So we have been advocating for those changes to the Canadian emergency wage subsidy. And again, that is at the 75% wage subsidy that the federal government is offering. And we do encourage the uh, government to provide greater flexibility for those businesses that, you know, can't prove that 30% loss in revenue, which we have identified with a lot of small businesses is a pain point and will disqualify them from accessing that program. Absolutely. So with the the emergency relief fund now, uh, how does it work or or are your businesses working it out then if employees, if if they have had to lay off employees, even with the wage subsidy being available and the emergency relief, if they've still had to lay off employees, those employees then apply for EI. Uh, Do we know how that works out as far as do they then uh, also uh, they can apply for the emergency relief fund? Uh, Because with all of this, looking ahead and hoping for the rehiring and looking to when we're on the other side of this thing. For sure. As I understand it, you can only access the CERB, and that's the Canadian Emergency Benefit Program, or you can access EI. So you cannot access both of those programs at the same time. So employees will have to, you know, decide which program is better suited for them. For the 75% wage subsidy, we have been hearing mixed reviews um, from small businesses You know, for the businesses that say it will be helpful, a lot of them say that they will help retain some staff still on the payroll. So it is showing from our members that, yes, some will use it and it can avoid those crucial layoffs. However, we are getting a lot of feedback that saying that, you know, the wage subsidy will simply not be helpful to employers simply because they have already, you know, had to lay off staff. And uh, they can't wait up to six weeks for that wage subsidy to kick in. That is far too long to avoid crucial layoffs. Uh, Right. And I'm even seeing on social media a lot of uh, business owners saying it looks good on paper, but that six weeks that you just mentioned or that lapse in time, that's the important time and you can't just wait around for it. Exactly. And that's what we're hearing, you know, waiting six weeks. I mean, between that time, we don't know how long this prolonged economic emergency will continue. And in between that time, we're already seeing, you know, every every week when we conduct our weekly surveys, um, we're seeing more increases in temporary layoffs and we expect that to continue. So definitely that six weeks to even access the program is far too long. Uh, Do you think that the way this is being done, having the application process and having the qualifiers is the right way? Because there certainly has been a lot of talk about or debate about this is one way to do it or the government could have just cut every Canadian a check for $2,000 and then reassessed in a couple of weeks or a few weeks. Definitely. We are seeing, you know, especially on the wage subsidy side, um, a lot of regulatory, almost red tape uh, headaches that small businesses simply don't need right now. You know, especially having to, you know, prove that loss of revenue every time you reapply to receive the wage subsidy is definitely going to turn people away from it. 
So I think governments moving forward just need to ensure that, you know, there are clear guidelines out there and the process is made easier for small businesses. Definitely a lot of confusion right now. And uh, we will see what uh, what more details come out of expanding the Canadian emergency benefit um, to those employers who are maybe just working 10 hours a week and receiving some income. All right. We will leave it there. Annie Dorma, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Annie Dormuth is the Director of Provincial Affairs in Alberta for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to hear from you. Are you somebody who has applied for CERB? Did you get onto the portal this morning? If so, how was the? How was it? Did you get through? Were you able to apply and register with the program?